The PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com SGPN. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io SGPN. That's SoBet.io SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome everyone to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, NBA Friday Night Player Props Edition. And it's currently Friday, January 14th, close to 1230 on the East Coast. And joining me as usual on Fridays to break down all the news and notes happening around the NBA, as well as to dive into the Friday Night Player Props a contributor for the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, my main man, Will Rivera. Will, how you feeling this Friday afternoon, buddy? I'm good, Moon Off. I'm good, man. How's everything with you? Not too bad, brother. You know, it's uh, it's already Friday. I can't believe it. These weeks are just flying by. Um, you know, we were talking offline a little bit. We've got some good games in the NBA uh, tonight, and they're also getting into the Super Wild Card Weekend for NFL. So, you know, it's, uh, it's the second – a week of January, but we're so grinding it out of here, man. How's everything going with you, brother? Good, man. Good. Listen, can't complain. You know, my, my Knickerbockers are, are are looking to make a comeback over here, man. We got some news that we're going to go definitely uh, get into in a little bit. Uh, some some great news that actually came in yesterday. I think it was a pretty much like a steal for us, uh, but we'll definitely get into that in a little bit, man. Yeah, let's dive into that here real quick before we do our player props for tonight. Obviously, the news that came down, Atlanta Hawks, uh, trading Cam Reddish and I believe Solomon Hill and I believe a second round pick uh, as well as a package uh, to um, the New York Knicks for uh, Kevin Knox and I believe a first round pick as well. Um, initially, when I saw this news, it was a little bit of a head scratcher for me. I think we we're discussing this in the NBA Slack channel as well is that um, obviously exciting player that you get Cam Reddish paired up with RJ Barrett, you know, the guys that played together in Duke. Now you're just missing Zion Williamson for that big three. But, um, you know, the thing that I think was obviously Cam Reddish is a guy that can score the basketball. He can shoot the ball well. But for me, it felt like that they just added another guy where they're going to have to allocate minutes to because there's already a, a type of log jam here at the forward in the guard position. But, uh, before we dive into that, uh, initial thoughts on the trade of getting at least Cam Reddish into the Big Apple to play at Madison Square Garden, Will? So first and foremost, man, I think it was a great move. I think uh, we definitely were the team that, that got the better end of the trade. 
you know, I watched uh, I watched R.J. Barrett play play when he was at Duke, and as as you remember, there was a top three, right? So it was Zion, R.J. Barrett, as well as um, Cam Reddish out there. So Cam coming in, man, you know, it, he needs to play like he was playing at at Duke, though, right? He hasn't been doing that well uh, in Atlanta, and that's the reason why they traded him. But I think you know he, the the skill is definitely there, and the talent is definitely there. So I think that him coming to New York is probably. I'm, I'm hoping that it's just a change of scenery that all he needs is to play well and put up some numbers out there. Obviously, he got drafted pretty high coming out of college after his first year. So, you know, we we do have it is a bottleneck out there, as, as you mentioned, with the forwards, and then also just with the with some shooters that we got there. We also got Grimes, you know, the, the rookie out of Houston. He's a pure shooter. He's going to be great. But I think that, uh, you know, that that's why you, you pay these coaches, these, uh, th- these high salaries, right. These lucrative salaries. So they could go ahead and just make sure that they put in the best lineups out there night in and night out. And then everything could go work out. So I got trust that, uh, you know, I, I trust that Thibodeau's is going to be able to do his thing and pretty much make, make sure that, uh, our um, Cam Radish could come in there in, in relief, probably not not start, but probably be like the the sixth or seventh man off the bench and um, make some things happen out there on the floor. Yeah, it looks like right now there's like a a little bit at a a, a log jam at least at the guard position uh, with with you know obviously you acquired Kimba Walker uh, in the off season um, and then you also have like you mentioned Quinn Grimes who's I'm familiar with because, yeah, he did go to uh, University of Houston down here, so definitely familiar with him. But you also have Miles McBride that came out of West Virginia. You have Emmanuel Quickly. Um, Derek Rose is going to come back from uh, injury as well eventually. And then also, like we talked about, R.J. Barrett and also Alec Burks, who's been starting as well. And then you also have to throw in Evan Fournier. So a bit of a logjam in that in that guard position. Well, do you think there's another a move coming for this Knicks team to kind of get some of these guys um, traded um, and make some room or, or allocate more minutes to some of these guys that are part of the future for the Knicks? Yeah, I definitely think this is just the start of it. I don't think that um you know we're gonna stop here. I think there's definitely gonna be more more moves being made by the Knicks. But again, listen you can't have enough shooters, right? You can't have yeah. enough shooters on, on your team out there. And we've seen some, some teams have had, had success in the, in the past um, and even win some championships. I mean, they have some good, uh, some good shooters out there. So I think that, uh, you know, the Knicks are definitely moving in the right direction. Um, again, I, you know, adding Cam Reddish is, is something that is needed just for the simple fact that, and we talked about this last Friday, the Knicks just tend to start off slow in the first quarter in the first half, right? And then they come back and, 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 and have to put in pretty much their max effort to, to, to close out these games and come out with a win. So if we could get a, get ahead in some of these games, man, and start off well in the first quarter, first half, then I think we are, we're definitely going to be in a good situation heading towards the end of the season and, and, and trying to get into the playoffs, man, that's the goal, right? Get into the playoffs, yeah. but then also uh, making some moves once we're in there. So I think this is just the start of it, but I think there's definitely going to have to be some, some moves made because there is a bottleneck there with, the uh at the guard in the small forward position yeah last season for the Knicks I mean it was like no doubt that we were backing as far as betters that we're taking Knicks in the first half and even full game because they were just that good of a team that had they created some type of identity that when Tibbs came in he kind of changed the culture there it was led by guys like Julius Randle last season you know I think made the all-star team last year uh, you also had RJ Barrett you know in the fold last season as well so uh, Derek Rose was a big part of it as well when they acquired him uh, via trade last season. So last this season, it, it's been a little more more tricky uh, as far as backing the Knicks because you kind of have to pick and choose your spots because I feel like they're, they're, that identity right now from year to year has changed because of that bottleneck like you talked about, Will. But um, 
yeah, it'll be interesting to see what kind of transpires as we get closer and closer uh, to the trade deadline here. But I definitely do think they're not done making moves. Um, I don't think Kemba Walker is going to be on this team come trade deadline. Um, you know, I'm sure there's teams out there that can use his services uh, as far as a backup point guard position um, for Kemba Walker. But yeah, he's been dealing with the same knee injury and, and kind of trying to manage that and make sure he's out there on the floor. But uh, yeah, definitely a lot of great young talent will for this team, uh, for the New York Knicks. Uh, and the future does look bright for them. Um, anything uh, else that you maybe noticed around the league that you want to mention, Will, uh, before we do get into our player props, or anything that you've seen over the past couple of weeks, or at least this past week uh, in the NBA? Man, a couple of things, a couple of things. So again, I'm, I'm going to stay on my Knickerbockers real quick and just mention this and then they'll just move on. But so far this uh, this month, we got RJ Barry with uh, three games over 30 points. So, so far he's uh, we're six and oh when he scores 30 plus points, which is which is great. So his last two games, he scored 31 points against San Antonio and then 30, 32 points against Dallas, which is good. So yeah. I'm hoping that that trend continues. And tomorrow just so happens that we're going up against the, the Atlanta Hawks. So I think that's going to be a good game, not only for for Cam Radish, but also also RG Barrett down there to pretty much redeem himself from that first round uh, horrific, horrific loss that we had in the playoffs last year. So I know he's going to be motivated to do that. Also, yeah. listen, John Morant, um, Memphis Grizzlies, he's not human. That dude is just a uh, night in and night out, just doing his thing. Memphis Grizzlies have been putting up uh, some good wins against some great teams out there. And then Clay Thompson, right? Clay Thompson is back uh, last night. Not a good showing, not only for Clay Thompson, but for the entire team. I mean, these guys pretty much got blown out. Um, it ended, it was a final of a 118 to 99, but the game, you know, I'm, uh, I'm sure you watched the game. It, it wasn't close at all. I mean, that, at one point, they were almost down by like 40 points. So, yeah. You know, um, I know he's going to be – they play again tonight, so back-to-back. So they already mentioned that he won't be going – he won't be playing. Not on, not because he doesn't feel well, but just for precautionary reasons, right. which is good. But, yeah, it's glad to see him back, man. He's been – he was gone for, for two and a half years, so it's good to see him there. Um, Obviously, shoot a shoot. So got to get some of that that rust out of there from from Clay, but definitely looking forward to see what he has uh, for the rest of the year. And, yeah, man, J- John Morant has been on a tear. And then Kyrie Irving. You know, uh, I'd be interesting to hear your take on that. Uh, I saw the other day that there is a possibility where he could go ahead and play at home if, you know, Brooklyn Nets pay a fine. So I think like the first offense is like, you know, a warning and then it's going to be like a thousand dollars and then all the way up to like five thousand. But it's capped at five thousand. Right. So if you're the Nets, do you take that chance and pretty much just write that off? You know, the, 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 this is a tricky part of it, right? Because, you know, we, we don't try to get like political and stuff about the whole vaccination thing on, on our shows. But it, it's crazy to me to think that the um, the Nets prior before the season started that they were mandating all their players to be vaccinated if they were going to play. And, you know, since you're you know familiar with the New York area and things like that, um, so specifically uh, will – for New York and, and the city, do you have to be vaccinated to attend indoor events? Um, is that what the mandate kind of is right now for the city? Oh, yeah, man. Listen, New York City is like completely locked down. Man. You can't even go into some of these restaurants and sit down without proof of vaccination. So okay. um, they're starting to ramp up as as other places are right. As other cities and states are, are, are starting to, to do. Um, I think New York uh, was definitely ahead of it before everybody else is for, for, for the simple fact that everything that happened once this started. Um, but, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens there, because it's pretty much like, hey, 
are we trying to follow these guidelines or not? But when I saw that yesterday, it was pretty interesting. So we'll see what they decide to do, mm-hmm. um, you know, with everything, because like I said, it's not a, it's not something that's pretty much league wide. So it's pretty much um, independently on that, uh, on that team and, and the city and state. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, we talked about how do uh, the Nets came out and said, Hey, everybody has to be vaccinated or the city even said that you have to be vaccinated, be playing in indoor or attending indoor events. Now, I think it kind of goes back to the conversation that the Nets are now kind of being more lenient, I guess you can say, to sacrifice wins. Uh, maybe that's what it's seeming like. But you know, from a basketball perspective, when Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and Kevin Durant are on the floor together, they are unstoppable. Um, I think this was the first time prior to the news coming out of both James Harden and Kyrie Irving being in the game against Chicago, they were, I think a two point underdog uh, moved to one and a half. And then when the news came out, those, both those guys were playing that they moved to uh, a one and a half point favorite. But, you know, at that point it didn't matter. The spread was irrelevant. They absolutely blew the doors off of the Chicago bulls, but you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what the Nets kind of want to do about that and, and pay a fine and let Kyrie play. But I think eventually when you're getting into the playoffs and, and you know, teams and cities are mandating that players and, and people be vaccinated to attend these indoor events, it's going to come to a point where Kyrie's going to have to make a decision on if he wants to get vaccinated or not. But from a basketball perspective, the Brooklyn Nets, if healthy, uh, and you have this big three on the floor, they're unstoppable, man. The offense, I mean, I think this, we can say the greatest accumulation of guard play uh, as a big three in the history of the NBA between these three guys, it's it's amazing to see. And I think that, again, uh, last season when they were bounced by the Milwaukee Bucks, it was only Kevin Durant playing for the uh, Brooklyn Nets, right? James Harden was down with the injury with the hamstring and, and Kyrie Irving was out with the um, the ankle injury. But again, if he, I think if he had a healthy one of those two guys, I think they could have got to the championship. But it's all hindsight now. Now you're focused on this season. The Nets are going to have to make that decision about paying the fine and letting Kyrie play or not. Because right now you're seeing at least Kevin Durant has been playing a lot of minutes for the Brooklyn Nets. You know, um, James Harden has been also playing a lot of minutes, but he also has those nagging injuries with the hamstrings and things like that. So you have to give these guys nights off. And that's where Kyrie kind of comes into play because he hasn't played very many minutes or very many games um, because of the whole vaccination thing. So that's an interesting conversation and kind of quickly getting over to the John Morant. Oh my God. I, you're right. This guy's not human brother. I mean, uh, for the Memphis Grizzlies to win 11 games in a row here and what he's been able to do, I was watching this game last night against the Minnesota Timberwolves in the past couple games. Dude, John Morant is not afraid to get to the paint. He doesn't care who's standing there. He's going to attack the paint, um, and he's going to get to the free throw line, Will. So definitely a player that's uh, the odds-on favorite to win the most improved player at minus 190, and I think that if he's able to stay healthy, I think he pretty much has that award locked up, Will. What do you think? Uh, most definitely, man. Most definitely. Like you said, I mean, he's he's the most consistent guard, I think, right now. And I think he's um he's up there as well with the um in the all-star votes. Um, as as Mars is getting like the, the, the most votes. So I think he's a uh, he, again, he, he's he's proven, man, ever since he's gotten to the league. So um coming back from the injury, we we see that uh, he's putting up the numbers not only um on the offensive side, but he's also making some like great highlights on the on the defensive side as well. I know you probably watched the game um the other day when he had that uh that, that block 
pretty much coming. He just like took the ball off the off the backboard. So again, this is not some somebody that's like six six or six seven. This dude is like six foot, you know, or six one at the most, just uh, with incredible hops, man, and, and just like very very athletic. So it's gonna be interesting to see, man, for the rest of this year what he's able to do. But I think he's gonna um, definitely. Uh, you know, keep on par. They're they're thirty and fourteen right now. That's going to be one of the, the later games tonight. They're they're they are playing at home against Dallas, so it's going to be a good one. Yeah. Um. They they are right now favored by two points. Um. So it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see what they're if they could go ahead and continue that uh, win streak. Yeah. John Morant is currently second among guards. Um. In All Star voting, there's a significant gap between uh, Steph Curry, who's number one in guards for the Western Conference, but then yeah, John Morant. Number two with about 1.6 million votes. And then uh, number three is Luca at 1.4. So that kind of tells you what uh, the voters and, and fans are thinking of what John Moran has done. And rightfully so, this guy should be a starter, a starting guard in the Western Conference uh, for this All Star team or, or um, you know, or at least in the uh, All Star game this year. Um, anything else, uh, Will? Uh, we've seen around the NBA. I know you touched on the Clay Thompson stuff. Uh, you know, we were having a conversation about this in the uh, Slack channel as well. I think it's just going to take him a couple weeks just to kind of get his form back, man. And, and you know, we can't blame, uh, you know, the Warriors and Clay Thompson for taking their time because once this guy gets up to game speed and is comfortable getting up to the game speed and, and knocking down the shots and, and being the elite defender that he is, um, you know, Splash Bros are going to be back, man. Yeah, definitely. I was watching the game last night. Obviously, it was on prime time, and um, you know, he, he's moving around pretty pretty well. Just uh, you know, I, I think it's still that rust, right? There's nothing that could pretty much mimic the the, the game speed and gameplay. So he did have a couple open uh, open looks at the basket. Just um, just didn't happen to fall. But um, again, but then in the, in a losing effort and a blowout effort. You know, he was only capped at 20 minutes. So I think that, um, you know, him being out tonight, but then coming back for the next game, I think we should be able to see him uh, come back into form slowly but surely. Yeah, 100%, man. I'm just excited for Clay to be back after just all the gruesome injuries that he had to deal with uh, with the, the torn ACL and then obviously the uh, Achilles injuries that he had. So uh, glad to have Clay back. Um, we're struggling a little bit, but I'm sure they're going to find their form um, you know, once the rotations and, and things like that are figured out for the Warriors. Um, well, let's take one quick break here, bud. We'll, and then we'll dive into our NBA player props for Friday, uh, Friday night. So we'll be right back after we hear from our sponsors. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. Bet $5, win $400 in free bets. Also, win a VIP trip to Shaq's Fun House in LA. Bet $20 on WinBet's Build Your Own feature and earn a chance to win a once-in-a-lifetime experience for the big game. You and three guests will receive a VIP experience at Shaq's Fun House, two nights at Win Las Vegas, a $5,000 free bet at Win Las Vegas Sportsbook, and $5,000 in travel credit. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, a risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. 
America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. NFL playoffs are around the corner and PropSwap has the best odds on Super Bowl futures. See a ticket you like but think the price is too high? Submit a bid for a price you think is fair, then buy it. You can always find the best odds because you're buying directly from other bettors just like yourself. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will give will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. Sellers across the country list their sports bets for sale and thousands of buyers visit PropSwap every day to find the best odds on futures, props, and parlays. Last week, Scott from Virginia purchased a Green Bay Packers Super Bowl ticket at odds of 6-1 to one when sportsbooks are only offering plus 450. If you're not using PropSwap, then you're missing out. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, coming off of the break, let's get into these player props for this Friday night schedule. Will, I'm going to give you the floor first, brother. Uh, first player prop for tonight, man. What do you got? So first player prop for tonight, I, when I looked at this, I was like, okay, all the stars are aligned. This is a Friday night, and, and I got to go with the with the most obvious thing for tonight. So we got Joel Embiid going up against uh, Boston Celtics tonight at home. We know that Boston has been uh, pretty much struggling on the road, and this is their third game that they're playing, so they're split pretty much. So they're one and one, one win for each team. And I yeah. think that a Joel Embiid has an opportunity tonight to last game. He was able to to tie the record for um, with Allen Iverson and Will Chamberlain um, for most 30-point games. Um, but I think that tonight he does it um, against uh, at home against Boston Celtics. So I like him to go over 28 and a half points for tonight against the Boston Celtics, which again, um, are struggling um, on the road. And, and, you know, this is always a good matchup. So in order for them to go ahead and pull out the win, I think that he's going to um, pretty much have to have that, uh, that effort. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a great point that you brought up Will, about the record. Uh, so the record right now for the Sixers, uh, 30 plus points in consecutive games is uh, he's tied at number eight. Yeah, he's tied at number eight. So, right. So, tonight he has the chance to go ahead and uh, pretty much, uh, break it. you know, break the record, man, and be that of the franchise guy for the 76ers, which I think, like, again, I think he's going to be able to do. It's kind of interesting also to moon off if you look yeah. at it, because out of all, all nine games, this game has the lowest um, total mm-hmm. at 209 and a half. Right. Yeah. But again, but I think that, uh, you know, um, if the, the majority of the scoring, I think for Philadelphia is going to be, you know, the usual suspects. So it's going to be Joel and B, Tobias Harris and probably Seth Curry. Yeah. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to uh, to, to, to having and B go ahead and uh, break that break that record tonight. And I think he's yeah. going to be motivated to do it. Yeah. Like uh, this is the third matchup between these two teams already uh, this season. Uh, the first two games were in Boston. Now the third game here tonight uh, in Philadelphia and the first two games. Uh, the first game this season, Joel Embiid struggled uh, shooting the basketball, man. He, he had 13 points only, and he was only 3 of 17 from the field. Um, and also struggles uh, shooting uh, free throws in that game. He was only 6 of 10. He's been a pretty, I guess we could say consistent free throw shooter, but the second matchup in Boston back on December 20th uh, in 40 minutes, Joel Embiid scored 41 points in that game, grabbed 10 rebounds, shot the ball a lot better. 14 of 27 from the field at 52%, uh, 12 of 14 from the free throw line as well. So, um, yeah, like you said, I think that breaking the record of 30 consecutive, uh, 30 uh, plus points scored uh, in consecutive games uh, as an organization record for the Sixers, definitely on the mind of Joel Embiid tonight. And 
look, he's dropped 31 straight. He scored 31 points exactly in five straight games here, Will. So I think you're on the right track here. I, I also did like this play tonight for uh, Joel Embiid to get over this number. Um, for my first play here, I'm going to go with uh, Fred Van Vliet. Um, so there's a couple of ways you can attack this. And I know right now the over is going to be three-point shots made for Fred Van Vliet. And definitely shop around for this number uh, because I'm seeing – on uh, one book, it's at three and a half at minus one seventy. Don't usually like paying that type of juice for uh, player props. Um, I'm gonna try to see on another book if I can find it at a, um, a a better odds. But I would maybe buy this number up to four if your book does allow that um, for Fred Van Vliet to get over uh, three and a half three point shots made here tonight. Um, let me quickly see on this screen if I can find some better odds. Yes, it's going to be around minus uh, 160, minus 170, but I would buy it up to four. And look, the Raptors are uh, going into Detroit tonight to take on the Pistons, and the Pistons are one of the worst. If not, they are actually the worst three-point defending teams over the last few weeks here, and especially over the last five games uh, the Pistons ranked dead last in three-point shots uh, allowed to opposing teams at 15.4 and are number 30 dead last as well in opponent three-point percentage allowed. Um, furthermore, Fred Van Vliet has knocked down four or more three-point shots in nine straight games for the Toronto Raptors. Now he has a great matchup against a team that cannot def- defend the three-point line, so I'm expecting Fred Van Vliet's hot shooting at least from the three-point uh, line to continue here tonight against the Pistons. Um, so I'll take – I'm going to buy this up to four uh, to pay a little bit of less juice on this, Will, but I think this is a pretty good matchup here tonight for Fred Van Vliet to get over uh, three-and-a-half, three-point shots made against the Detroit Pistons. I love that play, man. I love that play, Moonoff. And I was actually going to go – I was actually contemplating taking uh, Fred Van Vliet on pretty much on on the on over the points, right? But I just saw that there were some other good players um, that that I think would definitely be be able to hit. Now, check this out, though, because I'm checking right now. On FanDuel Sportsbook, so you got plus May threes, um, four plus May threes. You got him at minus 140. So okay. at five plus May threes, you got him at plus 166. So I may have to sprinkle something on the five plus May threes as well. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the odds there are just um, pretty much uh, something that you uh, you have to take advantage of. It's kind of like how we talked last week, right, Again, uh, with, with Malik Monk. Yep. And, and we saw how that game ended. So I think that uh, you, you're pretty much in, in a good in a good situation there for the f- four plus May threes as well as the five plus May threes as well. Yeah, I like it at minus 140. Uh, so a little bit juiced, but I, I think he can definitely, again, nine, nine straight games, he's got four or more. And I would, if you want plus odds, get it up to uh, plus 166. Uh, like uh, Will said, at five or more three point shots made tonight for Fred Van Vliet. So that was my first player prop here tonight. Well, let's get to your second one, man. What do you got? Now, I really like this play tonight. This is actually um, so. Different different deal here. We have uh, Orlando 
at Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a great game. One of the earlier games on here, but I like scary Terry Rozier, man, over 20 and a half points. If you look at his last 10 games, he scored over 20 points in seven out of the last 10. So um, he's listed right now at 20 and um, 20 and a half points. So I like that. I like him to, to go over that as well. And I'm also looking at um, um the over for, for Terry Rozier again, not, I'm just getting, this is like just like a bonus, but I like him at 20, Eight and a half points plus rebounds and assists. Yeah, Terry Rozier, like you mentioned, I mean, uh, I've been watching the past couple games here for the um, sorry for the sorry for the Charlotte Hornets and number one defensively, this team is playing a lot better uh, over the course of the last five games. I think they're all the way up to number or top five in uh, defensive efficiency, where the season long ranks have been number twenty six. But offensively, I mean, this team is just so fun to watch just because of the guard play that they do have in the backcourt with LaMelo Ball and, like you mentioned, with Terry Rozier. And Rozier is a great three-point shooter as well, um, you know, scoring the basketball um, and, and knocking down shots. On the season, he's averaging 18.2. But like Will alluded to, um, he's had 20 or more um, points scored, I'm sorry, in four of the last five games for the Charlotte Hornets. Um, and again, the three-point shots have also been falling for him in uh, four of the last five games. He's hit four or more three-point shots. He's also getting the volume up. Um, this season, they've matched up as well, Will, and that was back on November 24th in 37 minutes. Terry Rozier had 27 points against the uh, – against the. Um, I'm sorry, the – got to keep on with that playing. Orlando Magic here tonight, but – yeah, you're right, man. I think this is a good spot for Terry Rozier to continue to score in the basketball here. So I do like this points to go over tonight of, uh, what would you say the number was? I'm sorry, 20 and a half? 20 and a half, man, 20 and a half. So I, I think that uh, that's definitely, um, you know, very, very well put right there. And I could just see him, not only that, but like I said, also with the uh, his his set total for the uh, points, rebounds, and assists. Yeah, 100%, man. So let, let's get uh... – have a big night from Terry Rozier here tonight for the Charlotte Hornets taking on the Orlando Magic. Uh, let's get over to my next player, Prob Wilt. Uh, for my next one, I'm going to take uh, DeAndre Ayton over nine and a half rebounds here tonight. Uh, Suns are visiting the Indiana Pacers tonight, and I believe this is a game where Ayton can have some success rebounding the basketball against the front court or kind of lack thereof uh, for the Pacers. It's crazy to say that because they have Miles Turner uh, in, in that front court, but um, I know Aiden hasn't gone over this number in three games in a row here, but the Pacers are not a great team defending the center position as far as rebounds allowed. They are uh, allowing opposing centers to grab 14.4 rebounds per game over the last seven days. And the Pacers ranked number 19 in rebounding percentage over the last five games as well. So um, Aiden uh, is averaging close to 11 rebounds per game on the road so far this season. And I think that, again, if they want to keep uh, Sabonis and uh, Miles Turner off of the offensive rebounding and allowing second-chance points for the Indiana Pacers, DeAndre Aiden's going to be key in that category to grab these uh, defensive rebounds uh, for uh, the um, for the Phoenix Suns here tonight. So I like DeAndre Aiden to get into double digits uh, rebounding the basketball here tonight against the Indiana Pacers, Will. Yeah, I like that, man. DeAndre Aiden, as you know, every it seems like on a – 
pretty much any given night, that guy's like a walking double-double, right? So I think that this is going to be definitely a good matchup for him in Indiana tonight. Um, again, one of the early early games, so I, I like that. And I, I like the um, – man, Phoenix has been playing well, man. I mean, they have one of the the, the, the best records out here um, at 31-9. and, and nine. So, yeah. you know, Aiden uh, definitely um, putting up uh, putting up some some numbers, not only on, on the boards, but also on the uh, – as far as, like, points scored. Yeah, 100%, man. So uh, this is going to be another good game to watch here tonight between the Pacers and the Phoenix Suns. Um, I think it's an opportunity for Phoenix Suns to kind of create separation, uh, at least right now, um, for the first uh, number one seed in the Western Conference, just because the Golden State Warriors are kind of uh, in this funk right now and and losing uh, games here a little bit. So I think Phoenix uh, should take uh, advantage of this opportunity where it's going to matter at the end of the season to, uh, you know, when we see that they're one or two games separated and that the yeah, Phoenix Suns are at this point of the season, we're able to, uh, to take advantage of these games, especially with the, the, uh, the Golden State Warriors uh, reeling here a little bit, but well, let's get to your last player prop, man. What do you got for tonight? So I'm going to stay in the same game as the, uh, as, as in my first one with the, uh, with Boston visiting the, the 76ers. I'm going to go ahead with uh, Jalen Brown over 34 and a half for points, rebounds, and assists. Okay. I mean, this guy right here, man, I mean, not only is he is he um, super productive, but he's also playing the, a lot of minutes. Right. I mean, this yeah. this month so far um, playing 46 minutes, 35, 34, 34, 43 and 35. So um, the only time this month where he hasn't reached over 34 and a half or even 35 um with the combo, with the points, rebounds, and assists is only one game out of, out of six, right? Wow. Um, the last couple of games, he's hit that number. He's went over that number before the fourth quarter. So I like it to be more of the same again. Like we said, this is um, pretty much a, a good matchup every time that Boston go has um, faces um, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. We talked about it again. This is the third game that they're playing. Both teams have, have split um, games there. Uh, first game in, in in Philadelphia, but I think that uh, it's, it's going to be, you know, if they want to go ahead and get that win because Philadelphia is favored, they're going to go ahead and have to have a big night, not only by uh, Jalen Brown, but also by uh, um, Taysom. Yeah, Tatum yeah. Off yeah, yeah, Jason Taylor. Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, this is a division game between these two teams in the Atlantic Division, the third matchup already this season. And like you mentioned, both these teams, uh, they, they split um, uh, the season series so far. Uh, like we mentioned, the both of the games so far have been in Boston. This is the first home game. Uh, of the remaining two uh, in Philadelphia this week, uh, or sorry, tonight, but like you mentioned, you know, we talked about also Jalen Brown rebounding props uh, with Scott. I believe this was last week or, or this week. Um, uh, John had mentioned it. Scott had mentioned it as well this week is that the the books were not accounting for his rebounding props either. And I kind of liked how you took the player prop of points, rebounds and assists because underratedly, he's a pretty good rebounder. I mean, this season, I'm sorry, this month alone in about six games here, seven games here. He's averaging 29.7 points uh, and 9.2 rebounds. And just that alone, without even the assist, well, that gets you over that projection of 34 and a half of points, rebounds, and assists. So um, I know he had the 50-point game against the Orlando Magic. I believe that was a game without um, Jason Tatum, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But that was a game that yeah. was overtime. But nonetheless, I mean, you know, Jalen Brown, and this guy is healthy. This guy can fill up the stat sheet for you. And like you mentioned that he's been doing this, uh, not only in the month of January so far, but also, um, you know, over the last couple games there in December where he had, I think, I want to say he had 20 plus points 
in about nine, eight or nine straight games for the um, for the Boston Celtics. So yeah, this is definitely a play I can get behind. And again, for the Boston Celtics, you need your stars to shine, like you mentioned, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. have to step up tonight um, if they're going to want to win this game as well. Currently seeing on the injury report, Marcus Smart may not play tonight. He is questionable still. I know he was out last game. So yeah, he's out. They uh, they announced that he's out. So it's okay. going to be so, yeah, you know pretty much uh, yeah, yeah yeah. And also with Jalen Brown, just to kind of wrap it up here. He's playing the minutes too, like you mentioned, right? He's played 35 plus minutes in every single game this month, except for one. So, yeah, look for Jalen Brown to have a big night tonight for the Boston Celtics against uh, their division rival, the Philadelphia 76ers. So, I'm sure you're going to have your eyes glued to that game for sure, since you're 203 player props for that game. Well, <laughs> big one early on, man. Big one early on yeah. for sure. Uh, let me get to my last player prop here, and it's going to be a player. We've discussed at volumes on this prop cast and in the NBA Slack channel and DeJounte Murray, but I'm taking a different angle on this. I'm taking uh, some defensive uh, uh, player props here for him tonight. I'm going to take DeJounte Murray over two and a half steals and blocks here uh, against the Cleveland Cavaliers coming into town in San Antonio. And like I said, as much as we've talked about the offensive improvement, and the stats overall for DeJounte Murray. We don't usually talk about how great of a defender he is and on the defensive side of the basketball. Murray has gone over the stat projection of over two and a half steals and blocks in seven straight games. Um, Cavs ranked number 28 in opponent steals allowed. They ranked number 27 in turnover percentage in the last five games. And opposing point guards against the Cavs are averaging 2.7 steals and around half a block over the last seven days. And Murray has recorded one block at least in four out of the last six games. And I'm going to quickly pull up uh, what he's done uh, getting steals, and I'll quickly just rattle it off from his game log over the past several games here. So last game against – so I'm not going to go through it all. So I'm just going to count here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Over the last seven games – for DeJounte Murray, he's recorded at least two steals. And in those seven games, he's had um, four games where he's had three or more steals um, for the San Antonio Spurs. So I'm going to take DeJounte Murray to uh, try to put the clamps down tonight on a player like Darius Garland, who has been playing really well for the Cleveland Cavaliers. So I'm taking a different angle. This is at plus money at plus 105. So I definitely love this play here tonight for DeJounte Murray over Two and a half blocks and steals, Will. What do you think about that one? Yeah, I like that, man. I, I really like that. You know what? I, I didn't even have that on my radar, but the, the fact that you mentioned that, and, and, and especially, like I said, I've been watching the last couple games for San Antonio, and, um, yeah, that guy defensively is uh, is definitely somebody that could go ahead and uh, and pretty much stop, or, or if not, uh, you know, contain Garland, because they're going to have to do it, right? Garland is, is obviously one of the the, 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 the top guards um, out here right now, young guard um, in the second year, but um, – if, if Cleveland wants to go ahead and get this win um, tonight in San Antonio, they're going to have to have a big game by uh, by Garland. I think that uh, Deontay Mori is going to definitely be motivated to go ahead and stop him and do his thing. So I like that. I mean, I'm going to have to tell that one as well. Yeah, 100%. Especially I like that plus money. And I, and I look going back and just look at his game log. I mean, you know, you can – and our listeners and, and yourself will just go down and look at it, man. I mean, this guy is uh, averaging 2.6 deals in the month of uh, January so far. And even last uh, month in the month of December, he had, he was averaging two steals. So I think that if we're able to get at least, you know, two steals um, and at least one block, I mean, you know, that could get us over the number. But like I said, he hasn't been shy about getting steals 
um, you know, over the course of this the last seven games here, he can get easily three against 18. That's been really been turning the basketball over um, at, at a very higher rate um, uh, in the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. So, uh, yeah, I really like that play here for tonight. Well, let's take one last break here, bud. We'll come back. We'll identify our best bets uh, for player props and get any final thoughts. The fantasy season may be over, but the action is still coming on the Better Fantasy app. Download their free-to-play app today to bet on player props for the NFL playoffs. You can also enter their player prop pools and score big when you win. We love Better Fantasy because we can win awesome prizes and even raise money for charity along the way too. It's totally free to play. You'll earn better credits by completing challenges and use them to place your bets. Better Fantasy is available worldwide and in all 50 U.S. states. Download the app today over at betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com SGPN. Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free web application, you can access a demo of their app which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via QR codes, text, and links among other methods. No money is transacted on the app and is purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and you and see who can win and hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want, as long as somebody is on the other side to accept. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN today to join the revolution. And don't forget, guys, the SGPN app is now live on the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, coming off of the break here, let's get into our best bets. Well, I'll give you the floor first, man. Um, Best bet for tonight for your player props. What do you got? Moving off, it wasn't as simple as I, as I would have thought, man. I, I was really torn because I, I like all three of these plays, but I'm going to have to go ahead and stay over here with the with the game that I actually have uh, two player props in for tonight. And I, and I like Jalen Brown to go over 34 and a half um, points over 34 and a half for his points, rebounds and assists for the game against uh, the 76ers tonight. Yeah, again, you know, I think it uh, really helps that, um, at least from a stats perspective, that Marcus Smart is going to be out uh, in this game here tonight for the Boston Celtics. So, you know, you're expecting him to play heavy minutes here tonight for the uh, Boston Celtics. Jalen Brown, like we mentioned, he's played 35 or more minutes in every single game in the month of January so far. But, um, you know, they are in a back-to-back situation here, but uh, I don't think that's going to shy him away from at least, you know, putting up the points. And we've talked about the rebounds all week long for Jalen Brown on not only the Monday pop, the propcast, the Wednesday propcast, where Jong and Scott were backing it, and we we brought it up in this week as well. So I'm glad that we're able to highlight guys like a guy like Jalen Brown. And look, Jalen Brown, even with Jason Tatum back, he's been leading this team in scoring uh, three out of the last four games. 
um, since the return of uh, Tatum, right? 22, 26, and 34 over the last three games for the uh, Boston Celtics. So uh, I, I do like this play here tonight. I, I'll have these, I'll have this game on for sure on one of my screens. Uh, I'm sorry, one of my screens, uh, trying to get these uh, player props in for you as well, Will. So uh, good luck on that one, brother. Um, for my best bet, I think I really got to go with that DeJounte Murray prop. It's a little different um, from what we're used to. You know, we are a lot, a lot of times we talk about the offensive stats for most of the players on our prop cast, but um, DeJounte, I can't ignore the fact that DeJounte Murray is not only a great offensive player, but defensively this guy uh, can put the clamps down on opposing guards and get those steals. Like I said, you know, seven straight games, he's gone over this projection of, of over two and a half uh, steals and blocks combined. And uh, for us to get that plus money here, Will, um, I, I love this play. So I'll be watching this game and rooting on DeJounte Murray to put the clamps down defensively on uh, whoever, uh, whichever guard he's guarding tonight, whether it's uh, Darius Garland or uh, another player. So uh, give me my best bet, DeJounte Murray, over two and a half um, blocks and steals combined tonight. I like that, man. Listen, that, that's bold. I think that's the first one that, that we've had as far as like the best bet for the uh, for the defensive side, man. So that, that's good. But again, um, Murray's a, it's a stat stuffer, man. You know, yeah. when you're looking at the end of the game at, at the box score, that 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 man not only is putting up good um, good production on the defensive side, but also points, rebounds and assists. So you can't go wrong with uh, his stat line for tonight. Yeah, 100 percent, man. So uh, hopefully we can cash our best bets here tonight uh, on this Friday night schedule in the NBA. Uh, that's going to bring us to the end of the NBA player props prop cast for Friday night, man. Uh, Will, we have a, some great games here tonight. Uh, we talked about, you know, Boston, Philly. We have the Golden State Warriors in Chicago going tonight. The Cavs and uh, Spurs should be pretty good as well. Um, and then you're ending the night with my Houston Rockets going into Sacramento, where we have an astronomical total of 239 points here tonight. So defense is definitely going to be optional in that game uh, between those two players. But uh, Will, any other uh, final thoughts? And then let the people know where they can find you on uh, social media, man. Yeah, absolutely. So just real quick, what, what do you think about that? Because I was actually looking at the uh, at the over for that game, and I was looking at probably like sprinkling something for the first half and the game. I I, I, I really do like the first half over at 122 and a half. Um, the question is going to become, and Terrell highlighted this very nicely on the NBA uh, Gambling Podcast this morning, is that if the Rockets are attacking the basket um, and getting those easy points inside the paint, this should go over the total. Now, if they start jacking up three-point shots between Gary Porter Jr. and Jalen Green, Sacramento is a pretty good team defending the three-point line. Uh, Terrell highlighted that very nicely, and I agree with him that if the Rockets are going to attack the basket here tonight, um, and, and get to the free throw line, I think that's going to really set them apart um, and try to get over this number. But you know, a lot of people are going to look at this total and say, hey, it's it's 240 points. This is crazy. But, hey, let's not forget the other night the Rockets went into San Antonio and those two teams combined for 252 points and it flew over the total as well. So I can't advise an under with this Rockets team, especially where they are defensively right now, and they have been over the past month or so. So, yeah, I, I do love the first half over in this game, but I won't be surprised if this is a game has a final score of 138 to like 130-something in that neighborhood where we see 250-plus points being scored in this game, man. I like it, man. I like it. So this also may be a good a, a good spot for like some live betting, right? You know, you yeah. put something on the on the first half and then just see how things go and then um adjust accordingly. And I know that you and I is pretty much up be going back and forth. And 
I'm always following you, man, on Twitter. You know, I'm definitely on the second half uh, over overs to take on these games, man. So that's always a good look. But yeah, you guys can go ahead and find me on on Twitter at bias opinions underscore as well as contributing to the sports gambling podcast network um not only with uh, basketball but also football and fantasy stuff on there so check me out on the website and then as always man me doing this on a uh, moon off and i doing this every every uh, friday trying to get you guys to head into the weekend a little bit uh, a little bit fatter pockets going in you know since for some lunch and uh, some dinner money man for the yeah. weekend so yeah 100 i'm jealous that will gets to you know travel down to sports books uh, in his state and just kind of kick back and watch the games uh, at sports books and go up to the counters and uh, drop some live betting down or some second half bets or pregame bets. So definitely jealous of that, man. But yeah, man, well, some great games here tonight. Um, definitely looking forward to the NBA action as well as the NFL action happening this weekend. Um, that's going to bring us to the end of it, guys. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Uh, we will have a prop cast later on today between myself, Dan, and uh, Rod to go over the NFL player props for the Super Wild Card Weekend. So definitely look out for that tonight. Uh, hopefully we can put some more money in your pockets for those um, NFL games. Uh, make sure to head over to the website, like Will alluded to, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. A lot of fantasy content, as well as uh, picks and podcasts happening across all major sports that are happening right now between NBA, uh, NFL, um, hockey, uh, that hockey channel is always bumping every single night in the Slack channel. So definitely uh, hop into the Slack channel as well. SG.PN slash Slack. With that being said, guys, good luck with your bets this weekend. Uh, like I said, we'll be back this evening with the prop cast for the uh, player props for the Super Wildcard Weekend and the NFL. Let's break these books off this weekend and let it ride. <laughs>